This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wobbler on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Hello, you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. And I'm Peter. Hey, and he's still on holiday. He's still, he's on still not here. He's not only on holiday, he's also on holiday with Cardiff, who, who have been not come along on Monday, then have also managed to double that up by not coming along on Tuesday. Never mind. They say they might ring us or we might have a conversation with them tomorrow and find out a little bit, in which case it will be seamlessly cut into this as an edit that almost looks shit probably but never mind so we're so we're, we're playing card if we're recording this before we lose five nil away at Sunderland most probably but but there has been some news today that I think is worth us kind of pouring over in in the fact that we had a statement made after nine games obviously as we all know our tradition is to sack our manager after 10 league games so after nine league games, he's basically, they've taken the old fateful vote of confidence and gone, no, we can do better. We'll extend Valerian Ishmael's contract. We don't quite know by how much at the moment or how much it was or what have you. But Giretta is quoted as coming out and saying, no, we can see what's going on behind the scenes and everything's positive and there's an improved atmosphere and everybody's delighted, which has received a relatively short shrift from those <laughs> on social media. Even the most positives have gone, is this really the time to do that? It just seems an odd one. What, what was your take on it? Yeah, so in, t- in terms of the time, yeah, it seems very off. We're, we're nearing an international break. And like you just said, we normally sack managers now. And in terms of, correct me if I'm wrong, in terms of the actual win ratio, he's, he's probably down there as one of the worst that we've had. It's not good. I mean, I always look at it on a points per game basis because he's drawn mm. several. The last run, obviously, with Leeds and Middlesbrough has meant that we've lost, what, four? We've drawn 
three and we've won two, it's really not good either way around. In terms of the results, I think everybody acknowledges that the game style, the, 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 how we're playing, is far more interesting. It's far more buccaneering. It's far, it's less Ishmael than we thought it was going to be. We thought we were just going to be hammering mm. it back forwards. Instead, no, we've discovered that Valball also has a suicide option of, uh, of deciding <laughs> to come out with it in your own half um, before realising there's no one to pass it to and then wellying it to the opposition. That's been different, but at least it's been engrossing. And I appreciate that a lot of people will be going, yeah, but look at the results. It's a results business. We shouldn't be where we are. But I think I still maintain that the odd goal, which three of the three of the games we've lost have been by the odd goal, leads that would that was they could have yeah. scored a half. No argument with that at all. But having got in back into the Middlesbrough game and it being a three-two a, a was much better than a lot of the shocking stuff that we've seen before. And a lot of people have now said, stop comparing it to what we've seen before. Judge it now in and of itself. Mm. And I think we have to do that now. I think it's an odd one. I think the club is trying desperately hard not to be the club that it has been. I think it's trying to advertise. Is it smoke and mirrors? Are they pulling the wool over our eyes? There's some people saying Gino is trying to make it look like it's a stable club so that he'll be able to sell it. Well, in in fairness, if you're looking to buy the, the, the club, the gaping fucking holes in the accounts that are still owed to the ownership will be the thing that you'll be concerned about more than whether or not the previous owner was a, a narcissist who had a fucking firing fetish. Nobody really cares about that. Everybody knows that we've gone through all of these. They're not going to suddenly go, oh, no, look, they're really good, actually, because he's now given an extended contract to somebody who's a point above the drop. For me, that just doesn't make any sense. But none of it makes any sense, which means that it could very likely be true. I appreciate I've done a whole 180. But hey, welcome to supporting Watford, everybody. As we record this, I saw Mr Duxbury this morning in a queue at Costa. And as he came out, I said, please don't sack him. And he smiled and got into his car. <laughs> so, oh, oh, oh. This could be my fault. I don't know. Hang on, hang on a second, though. There's some tidy bits of information here. Scott Duxbury shops at Costa. He does. Ooh, and what was he getting? Was he getting a chocolate mocha loco, loco, loco latte? One of those, yes. You have the feeling he's not going to be an espresso man. He's going to be he's going to be one of these fancy dans with a frappadappuccino or something or other. That's what I suspect. And I bet he doesn't get it for everybody else in the office. No. It was a single cup. Okay. When he smiled at you, he obviously knew what was coming out. It's odd. It's odd. However. If we go back, and sorry for everybody who's going, oh, God, he's going to go back to the Q&A. Yes, we are going to go back to the Q&A here. <laughs> the, the, the question that, that John Parslow, he who wanders about Chorleywood Common on occasions, put was, if we're on 16 points after 10 games, are you going to fire the manager? And Gino staunchly would refuse to commit and just went kind of it was a shrug of the shoulders and a kind of we'll see what, what happens. We're on nine points after nine games. So to extend it seems frankly, obtuse, other than the fact that there must be recognition that they know that what he is working with is a lesser palette than he's had to paint with before. It's lesser numbers that he's been able to deal with before. We know that this whole thing, and I've said on the spaces before, this whole squad has been budgeted to try to survive. It's not been budgeted to try to make an assault on the Premier League. This season is about seemingly get the finances in order and then see what we can do. And when I say see what we can do, that might be sell the club. It might be any number of things. Who knows? But it was interesting that he kind of, the general tone that came out of that meeting was one of actual kind of positivity, not because he'd said he was going to change, but because he'd actually come out and said, no, I'm not. 
I still think I haven't had the right manager. I haven't had the right manager. And they were delighted that they got Valerian Ishmael. And they were like, no, we think we've we think we've got a good one here. The fact that they're sticking with him despite the results, I think we have to look at it as a hope that there is some change in it. Is it just kind of the whole bonkers place manifesting itself in a different way? Yes, it of course it fucking is. It's Watford. What would it be without some fucking ardent, crazy nonsense going on at regular intervals? But I think everybody was saying, don't sack him. We had Charlie on the spaces on Saturday. And I said to him, if we get another two bad results, do you think we're going to go into an international break that's similar to what we've had? And he went, how can I put this without being offensive? I wish we'd stop talking about the manager because it's not about the manager. It is about the recruitment. It's about the players and the, what he's got to work with. And it was like fair play, for absolutely yeah. fair yeah, play yeah, yeah. For, 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 for throwing it back and saying, no, nah, it's not that. So they, they've done that. We can't really take the piss out of them. Although once Justin does, you know, kind of uh, <laughs> return from holiday, I'm sure he will. So there we have it. There we have it. Something something is going on. They're, they're sticking with him. It's what we've all wanted. I think it's all taken us again by surprise. And because it's taken us by surprise, it feels this kind of odd juxtaposition between reality and, and where the Watford board reside. I just hope that, as they had said, look, and if you remember at that Q&A, there was one question which was, are you watching over what they do and micromanaging them? Because if you remember having yeah, CS yeah. Flores had said, there's always somebody looking over my shoulder. Uh, and they said, no, we don't do that. We don't do that. We don't do that. And then about two questions later, it was, they then turned around and said, you've got to remember, we don't just see them on the Saturday. We watch everything they do during the week. And you go, hang on, <laughs> what about the previous answer? But hold on, let's stick this in reverse and go back up and have a look at that. It was just and kind of odd. Of course, they sit there and look at everything, and they seemingly either like what they're seeing, or they are appreciative or complimentary about what he is doing with a, with lesser tools. We can see that there's been rumours coming out about people were pointing out about Backman's knee being strapped up that he's playing and he really needs to have that scene too, but he's playing through it because who we who else have we got? Hamer. Who knows if he'll turn up in time for kickoff? Maybe he could get a lift with loser and they'd both be there for half time. Who knows? You've also then got the suggestion is in the rumor is that Porteous is carrying a knock. And again, they would be ideally dropping him and dealing with that injury, but he's being kind of seen through because the squad is so thin. And yeah, who, this is the issue with the recruitment. Yeah. Who are we going to bring in? We're going to bring in Pollock. Yeah, Pollock did well in Upper Aberdeen. The difference in the Scottish and the Scottish Premier League and the Championship is you're going to be up for the two games against the old firm and then everybody else is basically you're playing in front of three or four thousand people very often. I'm not going to say every single game because Aberdeen get I know 10,000 maybe, Dundee United, probably kind of something similar. It's not the same level of intensity or speed. And he was playing in a three then. He's not going to be playing in a three in our formation, it, it seems. So the other option is you drop Sierra Alta. And people have said, where is Jake Livermore? Again, we just come back to the yeah. recruitment and the, the fitness of, of the player. If Valerian Ishmael didn't turn to him the other day when Porteous went off and bring on Livermore at that point and then drop Sierra Alta into it, it, you just go, you can't be confident enough to put him exactly. in. It just comes back to the recruitment. And, he, uh, Healy's, and Healy's another one for me. But what does that boy have to do to get into the team? Doesn't get a chance, does he? He came on for about five minutes, didn't he? He came on the 85th minute. 85th, so he yeah. Had, yeah. He had five minutes plus five minutes of added time. 
and ran about and put himself about a bit. But it was like we were three two down, and we didn't look like we were really trying to barnstorm back in. And if anything, it looked like it was going to go four two the other way. He doesn't seem to be particularly impressed or impressed enough to use the players he's got, and or we have recruited, as we know, players with. Injuries and fitness Injuries. issues. Mm. That's what's happened with Ely. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But but obviously we are facing Cardiff at, at the weekend. Me and you not. We're, we're sitting here facing each other. No, There's no Cardiff. Here. No, that's true. There is no Cardiff and not here. They If they are here, we're going to insert something now. And if they're not, fuck, never mind. Fuck. They suddenly got on a roll. And the interesting thing about them is obviously you've got at Ramsey, everybody's going to look at Ramsey because he's the obvious marquee signing, former Cardiff player before he went to Arsenal, then went out to Juventus, had gone back to the Principality, I mean Wales rather than the stadium, and he's playing okay, doing okay there, and they've now got kind of four on the round. They've done reasonably well. They went and signed a player called Uche Ugbo, or Ike Ugbo, depending on which, which name he wants to use, who I'd looked at for us when we were last in the Premiership because he was a Chelsea forward who was doing the rounds out in? He went. He was at JC Roder. Uh, Roder, yeah, Roder JC, yeah. Out in Netherlands, connections there, obviously, because of yellow and black and the like. And then he went to uh, Circle Bruges, which is the not Club Bruges, but the other team out there who playing green and did really well. And then he'd been kind of kicking about again the Belgian league, and he's been brought back in, and he's he's good. He's there in the right place, and he's done okay. He's got some goals, so that they are most certainly a threat. And having had a really off start to the season, seem to have finally found their way. I suppose we've just got to hope that Watford do the same. Hello, my name's Chris Stark. I'm from Peter Crouch Podcast, and you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Podcast. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So, so we do have to have a correction from, from the Sunderland preview show where we decided because Justin isn't here. And if anybody remembers last season, they'll remember that Justin was very grumpy about a range of things. Everything, really. Roads, cars, streetlights, small miles bars, all sorts of things Justin has been grumpy about. But the thing that he has been most grumpy about, other than Watford and kicking bins, etc., has definitely been fantasy football. He's not performed well in it last season. There was at one stage we were looking to see if we could get him an assistant manager or something to help him. And we looked at during Sunderland and went, let's have a look. He's not here. Let's go and have a quick look at him so he won't be grumpy. And we thought he'd fallen out of the league. But no, he's there. And he was so far up that I don't think we even looked there. No, I, I didn't look. I just... I just assumed he'd be that that far up the league. Oh, it's impossible. So I have to put my hands up to that. But what what I need to know is whoever it is out there coaching him or managing him, can you please fuck off? Can you stop now? Because I'm losing in the predictions league in the podcast. I think I'm only ahead of a dog by a point, maybe. Could be wrong. 
No, okay, that's going to get worse for me. He's beaten me. Oh dear, he's beaten me in Super Six. He's beaten me in this. This is not going well for me. I'm starting to get a bit of a complex. It's not good. It's not good. And yeah, I have a bit of bad news for you. I'm afraid. Am I um, in, in in the middle? Uh, you are you and artificial stupidity are are awesome when it comes to the prediction league which i suppose we should really start to get to rubber hitting road and all of that sort of nonsense all of that um at the moment if you recall johnny from borough breakdown basically went two one to borough and of course three two so he gets a a one goal difference he gets two points the only other team to get a point was Jarvis Cocker Spaniel, who was oh, predicting a three nil to three nil to Borough, but he still gets a point. That means they have got five points. A Cocker Spaniel dog predicting with paper cups is a point ahead of you. I'm afraid it's not. It's not looking good, is it? This has gone quite bad, hasn't it? This I know. Blame you for this. I don't You're understand why I, you did that with the world versus Carl. I, it's not always me. It may be no, it is. the fact that. You- <laughs> Oh uh, well, we'll see. We'll see what you're going to predict now. But as ever, as everybody will remember, normally it's a kind of it's a bit of a sort of no. You can't have what everybody else has predicted. That's normally the case. But because Justin is away and sunning himself, and I apologise for that for that visualisation there for a moment. Um, he, yeah, he gets to go first. Let's hear what Justin thought. Okay, and so the final game, which you will be back for, but you won't be back in time for the release of the opposition view with all of its fine journalistic and investigative qualities that we have. Yes. Aren't, aren't, me and, aren't me and you doing it? Yeah, okay. Okay, dogs and backgammon then. It, without all of that, you probably won't be around for that because you'll still be sunning yourself or something out, coming out like a lobster like, like Carlos He'll be burned by then. He'll be probably. By then. Yeah. What are you going to say? Cardiff away on, on Saturday, October the 7th in the Principality. That's a horrible fixture, isn't it? Because I've seen us do extremely badly there. And then I've also seen Gerard Delefeu tear the place up as well. But he doesn't play for us anymore. So Remember that. I feel like Homer Simpson's going, hmm. It was, a, it was a great game, wasn't it? That was a great game. don't know much about Cardiff this season. And, of course, they played three games since I recorded this. So let's go for... <laughs> I, I forget they, they beat Cardiff 9-0. They didn't, they? Well, they did very well. well. They are Cardiff. That's the one club I shouldn't have seen. Yeah, that's not yeah. good. I mean, you had another few to pick from there. Yeah, I did, really. Another, I had every football club in the world. Another 18. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that bit will be gone anyway. Let's... Football Content Awards. <laughs> we might this no, out. this is the Football Content Awards, yeah. We're thinking of visit you in Anfield in November. Let's go for a... Let's assume Watford still haven't won away at this point, and let's go for a draw again. Let's go for 1-1. Oh, I can't because one one's its own prediction. Jesus Christ. All right, let's go. Oh, you me about Cardiff, you can have one result. But I need you to remind me of the rules every time, Peter. I, I, I don't even know what the dog's predicted at this point. Let's go for 2 1 to Cardiff. I love the fact that he suggests that if he knew what the dog had gone for, that might somehow inform him. Change it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so Justin has gone has gone basically two one there. So we we shall see. But he does mention obviously Jarvis, and there's also of course backgammon, both of which unfortunately you are currently behind in the league table. This is Cardiff versus Watford. Score prediction time, buddy. Now we've just got back from a long walk, and you got shit up to funk, didn't you? So, so no top. We're going to get you in the shower in a minute, anyway. But we're going to do the score predictions first, mate. But you just wanted to say that you've chosen this bit of music, and it's a dedication. 
Congratulations to your best mate, Ernie the Golden Retriever. So, big shout out to Ernie. Right, pick away then, buddy. This is for Cardiff's score. Straight away, he's gone for that one. Go on, knock it over, buddy. Go on, knock it over. Hey, knock it over. Which one? Right, here we go. This is Cardiff. Cardiff three. Now Watford's. Let's pick that one up. Right. Now pick Watford's score, buddy. Coming down this end. He wants this one. This is Watford. This is Watford. Watford three. Cardiff three. Watford three. We've now got dogs giving shout outs to other dogs. I don't know what this podcast has come to. <laughs> it's so shit, it's frightening. <laughs> well done, Ben. Ben, thank you so much, sir. He did say, I'm sorry, I would have filmed it on Sunday, but I was watching the Ryder Cup, which we won. That was the exciting thing for the yeah, weekend. Enjoyed that very much, and so did Ben. But there we go. So so there's Jarvis giving shouts out to Ernie, the golden retriever, like we need more dogs on this podcast. So what else, what else have we got? What else have we got? We've got a three-all draw. That's gonna be that's gonna be a delight, obviously. Random nonsense, artificial stupidity has only gone and predicted a Desmond. It's a Desmond, everybody. Desmond Tutu. Excellent. The first time that random uh, nonsense has actually predicted anything that sounds like a football score. It's normally something like 19 to plays eight or something ridiculous. And of course, our own Mr. John Parslow. Now, what did he think this time? Where did he go? I suspect this may have been in the Wickham area. You tell me after this, Carlos. Same week 11, and it's Watford v Cardiff. Cardiff hosts the oldest record shop in the world. However, I'm boycotting it because in 2019, they famously also boycotted Morrissey. And on the subject of records, in 2019, this charming man scored a hat-trick as Watford recorded their highest ever away win in the Premier League. The dice are ready on the pitch. The Watford fans are in full voice for their new anthem. And here we go, boys. We need this. Cardiff to go first. And it's six minus five, and that's one to Cardiff. Watford to go. Come on, boys, we need this. We can't get keep losing, can we? Come on. Oh, and it's three minus one, and that's two. So that's Cardiff City, one. Watford 2. Get in. There we go. A bit of a bit of Morrissey there. A bit of Morrissey. Just to uh, just just to make Uncle Ron and Justin feel at home. Heaven knows I'm miserable now. Does that have anything to do, we suspect, to a 3-2 defeat last weekend? I suspect that was a shop in Wickham. Shops in Wickham do get quite a lot of call-outs in this particular podcast. If you remember, you've got uh, your, your one-all. This is your fourth penalty. Yeah. Who, who are you? Who managed the Hornets for a four-season spell prior to Graham Taylor's arrival in oh. 1977? He had a, he had a shop in High Wycombe. That, that should have been the question, really, shouldn't it? Should have been... Where did the Mike Keane? Mike Keane. Mike, oh, Mike Keane. I bought a cricket bat off of him. He, 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 honestly, he, this he is some a, randomness here. He had a sports shop in High Wycombe. I love it. And you bought a cricket bat. I bought a Grey Nichols Power Spot cricket bat. Yeah. 
Jesus, there's some detail in that. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so there we go. More shops, because John in that one, he's gone to a, a record store to protest the fact that, 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 that at some point, the Cardiff-based uh, record shop banned Morrissey. It's a very strange thing to hold against the entire <laughs> city in the UK, but John's doing it because that's the kind of thing John does. Very good. like that very well much done, indeed. John. So we don't have the EFL podcast from, from Cardiff to put something in at this moment in time, so you get the happy day delight of being able to predict anything, providing it is not 2-1 to Cardiff, 1-1, 2-1 to Watford, 3-all, or 2-2. And of course, as I say, you can't have one one because one one has chosen one one. What are you going to go for, yeah. Wallace? Oh, I don't know. The smart money's on a draw here, isn't it? But I do like the fact that Watford might nick a win. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Cardiff nil, Watford one. It's going to be daylight robbery, everybody. That's good. I like that very much. We think we might get a win. I do think that is echoes of as we were talking about there. Gerard Delafayu getting a hat trick, Dini getting a couple. Yeah. That season in the lovely yellow and black stripes when we were down there, that that was a lovely thing. But even last season, we got a two-one, we got a two-one win up there, didn't we? With with Sar getting Sar scoring a header. Could you remember such a thing? Who would have thought it? Who would have thought it? Quite ridiculous. So we've got Artificial Stupidity has gone for two all. Artificial Stupidity currently sitting bottom of the table on four points with Carlos. Carlos has gone for a 1-0 Watford win. And we know that's why that kind of statement is why you're sitting there yeah. at the bottom of the league. <laughs> uh, John's gone for a 2-1 Watford win. Jarvis Cocker has gone for a 3 all because, you know, Hey, he's a Spaniel, but he gave a big shout out to Ernie, so that's nice. And we'll find out what the EFL do. And if we don't hear from them, then there's only one thing we will do. We will yeah. turn to the EFL ambassador that is, where's Kev? And I've, I'm I've really got, excited I've, by that. I've got, I've, got my phone, I've got my phone ready. As soon as I get the, the word, I'll be on it. Hi Watford fans, this is Kev from Where's Kev, giving you my prediction for Saturday's game against Cardiff. Unfortunately for you, I think Cardiff are going to be too strong for you. Uh, I think they're going to win 2-1. So there we are. It's it's the first one of the season where we've done this sort of without the opposition. We'll see whether or not they turn up. If they don't turn up, we do apologise that this has been the worst preview show for this season so far. But <laughs> hey, kind of, we were always going to return to the mean at some point. Yeah, um, and, a, and a big hello to Battersea Dogs Home. Why not? Because we've done yeah. so much on Dogs so far. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, everything else is going tits up. It would be remiss of us to not mention, obviously, the FCA, the Football Content Awards, which we are up for quite astonishingly. Thanks yes. to thanks to everybody who voted. If we could implore you once more, if possible, to vote either via the Twitter link, you can just basically go on there and say, "Yes, I'm voting for Do Not Scratch Your Eyes in the FCA Awards in the Best Podcast Football League category," and they will scrape and take that. And however they do such things, you can go to the football content awards and vote there and there is a way that you can do it in terms of instagram but that's far too young for me next time they'll be talking about tiktok or something else that the kids are down with that i have no idea how it works but uh, if you could that would be lovely the decision apparently because for anybody who doesn't know we're shortlisted so we're down to the last 10 which means let's face it we are 
favourites to take that tenth spot if we can possibly do it. <laughs> but We're there is, yeah, absolutely. We are going and failing at Anfield because we haven't done it in a couple of seasons. That's where it's being had. And let's face it, we never fucking win at Anfield anyway, so why not? But there is a gold, silver, and bronze which is very nice. It, there's three little bites of this, but there are a set of judges who will judge us on our content. <laughs> oh, dear. I hope they don't but, listen to this one. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, don't worry. This is this. Normally, it's much better than this. But uh, Yeah, if you are from the judging, you know, ignore the last uh, 31 minutes, thank you. <laughs> if you ignore the last 300 episodes, it's quite quality. But there you go. Never mind, never mind. Anyway, so we shall, we shall see you on the spaces after the Cardiff City away game. Carlos will be in the Principality. Hopefully we can get a kind of a roving report from you. That would be superb. And then we will see you all shortly thereafter. Because after that, we've got an international break where we won't be firing the manager. Wow. Maybe. And on that bombshell. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.